Live from somewhere. You like my tan? Do you have a tan? You look like you have a burn, actually. Are you burnt? My face is a little red just from drinking my tea right now. But I definitely am not a guy who's going to be getting a tan when he goes anywhere warm, let me tell you. You're because of your fair skin or because you're so busy afraid. doing stuff? Oh. No, I'm just afraid. I just don't like to be, I don't want to be burnt. So I just avoid it at all costs. I wear 60 SPF sunscreen. Really? Are you that guy? Like whatever. With, uh, I get the highest shoes? number I can get. Water shoes and like a white face? I just like, it looks like I'm wearing white paint and I walk around like the beach like that, you know, like. Do you, you wear know, you... water wings or like one of those life preservers around your around your well, waist? I, I put that over top of my wetsuit, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just to make sure I'm 100% sure. But you know what? If the beaches of Punta Cana were any indicator on the you know economic activity right now in our society, Which there's I a lot of money imagine out there. Why the beaches of Punta Cana would indicate people anything. got money? They're traveling. We're not even on a peak. A peak like you know, it's not the March break or anything like that. You can't scary. even get a seat at the beach right now. You can't even. Who do you, you have to seat, bribe around here? No, you to just got to show seat. up early enough and put your towel down. Put your you know? towel down. One put of those. Down. Hey, yeah. TK, one, one of those. those. Huh? I'm telling you. Hey, I learned, that's the I learned only quick. way. It's the only way. It says it, not to do it, but what, what are you going to do? You're going to go there and you're going to sit in the sun or you're going to sit 17th row. I can't even see my kids playing in the ocean. What if something happens to them? If there's a benefit at all, to waking mm -hmm. up so goddamn early every fucking day. TK, yeah. it's that. That's me. You it's get getting, seats getting at the first beach. Front row seat at the beach. Or the pool, I suppose, the depending pool. on... We, uh, we did both every day, every day. So Both every day. So you every had day. a wonderful vacation and you're back and you're ready to rock and roll in this ridiculous, insane, yeah. on had two, fire market. Had two deals while I was away. Had two deals. What does uh, this mean, TK? You closed two deals. Two deals, uh, firm two deals went two deals. firm. Yeah, Whoa. one one buyer, one uh, that was put together before I left, and then one seller that was done off while I was there. Was that followed with an arrogant sigh, TK? Did you just lay an arrogant sigh on us at the end of? Oh, I had to deal with two firm offers while I was so. away. No, I don't think so. I'll bet That's, if I we'll replay watch that, that in the recording, and I'll find out. I will be sigh. honest with you if I was. But what wow. I what I was trying to get at, and there might have been like a little bit of like uh, boasting here. There might have been, <laughs> but <laughs> what I was trying to get at is that people are buying. Like there's there's deals gonna. I can't even go away for a week without people wanting to buy houses. Right. You, you, know? you figure like if there's a time to go away, it's like they just raised they just raised rates again. Like uh, yeah, people are out, people are out there buying. They're shopping. It's gonna be slow. 30, Thirty showings in a week in a house in Scarborough. In Scarborough, um, oh. one, one offer came in. You know, firm offer got the deal done. That's what. That's how it happened. Lots of interest. Firm offer. Yeah. What the fuck is going on, TK? This doesn't make any sense. This doesn't yeah. make any sense at all. Does it make any sense, TK? Can it makes you make sense. sense. There's of nothing this? to buy out there, Daryl. There's nothing, There's nothing to, to buy. buy. There's no listings. People are looking for houses. The only people still buying today are people who have a genuine need for housing. You know, a genuine like need for housing. Investors and speculators and all these people, they got burned. They're and I guess good in. income, right? Good well, of course. steady I mean, job. they're qualified buyers for sure. They're and all what going about to their... A lenders. Are what people about... going to B lenders right now? No, that would be can't. a good question for one of our mortgage brokers coming up is, are, are people who are B, B deals, are they just going like, whoa, I'm not going to touch that at 7, 8, 9% private 12, 
plus that's percent. what people are saying I, I don't even want to go near that and yeah. so they are deterred from buying they're tying them before, up there was they're a lot of them up. private deals because they were like what do you mean it's only 3.25 percent on a b deal yeah let's go but now you have time to investigate that and go oh shit maybe this is a bad idea you know what thanks i can't get my financing have yeah. a nice day i did right? one b deal recently it wasn't my client it was my listing eight percent um, I don't know. I heard about someone at six and a quarter, but the gentleman on Ooh, the uh, call that we had were saying 8%, right? So I, eight, I, don't, eight and a quarter. I didn't confirm that information. I don't know how they got that rate. I don't know all the details of what they're what they're getting or not. But um, one of my deals, the buyers had really good income, but she wasn't permanent uh, employee or something like that. It was, I think she was like either a temp job or she had just started her contract, whatever it was. I didn't know. I wasn't privy to that, but they had, they went with a B lender and then they're going to refinance in a year and they firmed up and I sold the listing. So I'm right. When I'm rates happy. are that was lower it. Other than, in other than a that, year everyone's from talking now. A, a lenders right now to me. Well, yeah, because the B lenders are scary. Unless you have to deal with a B lender, you may as well kind of pump the brakes or actually pull up that emergency brake. Cause it's like, Holy yeah. shit. So that was my next question is the buyers, have they reduced their, their expectation levels of what they can get now? Because it doesn't seem like the sellers are, willing to give up any ground not any significant grounds ground. up in the north still it's, still it's, it's it's definitely more difficult but the sellers are definitely i have um what's yeah. the north like thornhill or no like, like you go into like simcoe county or you oh, know, like really north fairy areas and stuff who like the that. fuck is buying stuff up there right now that's the point right that's the point What's the point that no one is, is that buying stuff buying up there, up there right? right so the prices yeah. have to come down so and are they coming down Okay, so in like areas that matter, pardon me if you live. Way that's up so there. arrogant, Daryl. But I didn't that's sigh, such, TK. A, I didn't I'm, that's hide. An arrogant tone. Areas no, that matter. Right all areas matter. It's right out there. No, all areas don't matter for this discussion right now because if there's no volume, then who gives a shit, right? And if there was no volume before, like if we go analyze Bancroft again and the four sales that happened in 2020 and 2021 and now yeah. everybody over there is panicking because the but two guys are having trouble 100 increase right? okay right so like forget out way up north in Bancroft and North Bay but like our I, I I don't feel like prices are really dropping much like maybe year of over year against the peak but like month over month they're not really moving that much are they yeah, and 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 condos moved the most in January um, than we'd seen in a long time in in recent memory, at least. I I don't have all the exact numbers on when the last time condo markets had jumped down that much month over month or year over year, but the condo market really started to move down. Um, what started to move down look like like three percent or something. Well, you know what? Like, let's not quote me on all the numbers right now because I didn't prepare for that. But bottom line is they were trending upwards year over year. And that they were relatively flat for the last six months, even with the interest rate increases. You know, the the, the biggest drop in condo prices was in um, the spring and summer, right? But the fall things were flat. I think they were even trending up one or two months. But now in January, it was like, oh, okay, condos condos are down too. Like it was very clear in the numbers. So, but what do you think condos too. are selling? Like just resale condos we're talking about because there isn't resale, much new yeah. stock, right? No, but I mean, new condos are must be selling for way less. The incentives, oh, the newest incentive this week, I mentioned in the comments of last uh, week's video. Um, this is a place up in um, Muskoka. It's a Chinese developer, Evertrust. 
They mm. Uh, mm. sold something in uh, Niagara. Just add an N to the beginning of the name. <laughs> And then they did a Muskoka project. And obviously they've got inventory because they are pushing it hard. And the newest incentive, there's been Muskoka a long list of inventory. incentives. Oh no. I know is uh, we will pay you $1,000 a month to buy this condo. Well, they don't quite put it that way. It's like uh, interest relief or something exactly. like that. Or like, it's relief. like, we're going to help you out with your interest payments. Exactly. Right. And so it's basically so, hold a, on 20... a second. So how much am I overpaying for this unit? If you're willing to just, Give me hold on. A so you're payment. gonna give me interest. So I'm getting my money for back twenty four months after I bought it. A car, a vacation, <laughs> home will come in France. Short. I'll have to refinance my principal residence. Um. So what do I get again? Mm -hmm. That's what it's basically like. basically nothing. A piece and of all paper. the agents who are pushing this right now. We had a project, man, and we we had a really good plan on how we would push this project, and they decided to not. Uh, go ahead with us which is fine because at the end of the day like the hell do you guys know about selling condos uh no it wasn't a condo project oh. it was a freehold but mm. just new inventory stuff is what i'm trying to say and it's just it is so difficult you guys do push. that we do mm. yeah but again in the right market in the right timing and, the, and and with the right structure around it we're not going to just go out and push like every agent right now is just pushing all these resales i mean a new construction because they just want to get paid again and so they're like yeah yeah this is so great oh this is incentives oh, oh, oh. and they're just pushing it pushing and pushing it and there's a reason why no one's buying it is because these aren't good deals right and there's lots of people burn so that's not my mo and uh people are definitely doing it and good for them but um be careful if you're a consumer be careful buying new product now if you are a consumer, especially Absolutely. if it's in the low rise segment, because that stuff's going to be ready soon and you'll have to deal with it. Not like if you buy in a high rise and you can put on blinders for five, six, seven years and pray and hope that things Your are better sit then. there right? and say, we'll see what happens. Yeah, you might, so, you might have a good point there, right? There might be some better um, outcomes for that. So there's a lot of stuff to talk about other than just our baloney anecdotal I start, stuff. I want to start with with something important. What do you the want to most, start with, TK? I mean, you are most, in charge the of the show. Most, sometimes. You are. <laughs> important market in all of Canada. The one behind us? The one behind us. The, the, one that the we reason are we're here? The one we're filming live. This is the only today. safe place in Canada right now. And if now. you don't recognize this beautiful city behind us, oh it's Calgary. We had to come to Calgary where prices are up and everybody feels good. And and right behind me, particularly, I got good news for the downtown core of Calgary. The vacancy rate on offices 30%. Is now down to 25%. <laughs> <laughs> Only oh, one in four office units are vacant, guys. All you know right, who's this is good you news. Who's moving there. Turning around. You know who's moving out there and buying all these houses and keeping these prices afloat? Stupid Ontario people. Yeah, but the people that can work from home. The people, people that can work from home. But like that, they're already. They know it's like they're not asking us to come back yet. Like they're yeah. never asking us. And you know what? They're no, those people aren't stupid. Those are the smart expensive. people in Ontario. No, those right? are the smart people in Ontario. The people who are investing from Ontario expecting that these this market in Calgary is going to oh, yeah. be balanced and that you know they're going to make money over time. Those are the ones that need to get their heads checked. Geopolitically, though, you would mm. think that Calgary should have a pretty decent run in the coming decade or more, right? I mean, you think 
You would think so. Look at how Calgary is, though. It's how in the is middle. Calgary? It's in the middle of like this area of Alberta where you know there's all these little options. You can drive this way. You can drive that way. Let's build over here. Let's build over there. It's not like Toronto where you've got the lake. It's not like Vancouver where no. you've got the ocean where we're crammed into one spot where there's all this demand for being. Well, and in there's this no pipeline area, right? There's no pipeline that travels across the country. And dare I say? We recognize recently, maybe we do, maybe you mm -hmm. haven't even heard about this, but it seems to me that me. trains hauling, you know, dangerous things like gasoline or other chemicals are not the best form of getting things across the country. What is the best recently. form, Daryl? What is the best a pipeline? Form? I guess a pipeline technically, but we all know how people feel about pipelines. <laughs> So I guess we're going to need a new delivery system, TK, because, I mean, all the old ones seem to cause lots and lots of problems. I mean, we could uh, transfer over to renewable energies, but now everybody just says renewable energies are bullshit because you got to mine all kinds of stuff and use isn't all kinds crazy? of fuel the cobalt to get that. Isn't the cobalt mining stuff crazy? Did you, did you win, hear about bro. that? Uh, maybe. So cobalt mining, which is in a lot of, which is in all the lithium-ion batteries, and right. you know they're trying to find ways to not do it. There are batteries that don't have it, all that kind of stuff. But the people who are mining it, um, I want to say I won't try to name the country just in case I say the wrong one and I offend anybody. But it's in Africa, and mm -hmm. uh, you know they're mining with the the women have their children on their back as they're chipping away at rocks old and all this school. kind of stuff. That's right? old school. TK. It's old school, right? Old, it's old school, school mining. This is some serious stuff, right? And. Uh, this is harmful because one, it's a finite resource, or at least it's, you know, uh, there's a finite right. amount that can be mined at a, at a time, right? Two, the the exploitation of these people in order to be able to get it, and it's all being done the uh, like under the watchful eye of our major manufacturers, you know, whether it be Tesla or Apple or Samsung or whoever is producing those lithium-ion batteries for their products, they know what's going on. So we need to basically like just not use any of this stuff, TK. That's no the cars, thing, no building. That's the, that's the thing is we don't like Mud the huts. answer. We don't like the solution. Nobody wants we the solution. We don't want the solution. No. There's they some don't want good the solution to the batteries. They don't want the solution to the market. They don't like interest rates going up, but they don't like prices going and up. And nobody they wants don't... to fucking walk anywhere. I mean, look at what's going on. Okay, what a great segue. Look at the 15-minute cities. Crazy pandemonium going on across the country right now, right? People what? are protesting about these blasphemous 15-minute cities. Like, they aren't already a thing. Uh, I don't even know what the big deal is, but like... What's going on with that, TK? Tell me about it. I think I need to be educated on it. I'm Again? Not... Look, I guess you were aware. No, I... I got locked out of Twitter this week. I'm like you got locked out of Twitter. Out. TK, I'm we'll freaking about out. that later. I have not been able to access my I Twitter accounts for a week. News and I, you know, I go over like the CBC stuff and I like the global stuff. And I did like you hear the about financial post and I the like train? The, you know, did you hear about the train? I heard about the train. Yeah, I heard in, about the train. in Ohio. Okay, yeah, yeah. thank God. Okay, what was I just talking about? What did Protest. I just segue? Who's protesting? protesting. Now? I'm not. I'm on the, the woke liberal uh, media. I, I'm just not. I'm not like tuned into that. Everybody's protesting. Okay, hold on. What yeah. protest did I just bring up? Now I don't uh, even remember up, what the hell I just. You said. brought up the 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 15 minute city. 15 protest. minute cities. Okay, so yeah. there's people like going out in the streets and yelling at planners and freaking out. Because 15-minute cities, which 
as far as I know, a 15 minute city just means like everything that you could possibly need is within a 15 minute walk of your house. I mean, there's a lot of 15 minute cities out there. I dare say Toronto is a 15 minute city and it has been for a while. I can live in a part of the city where you only need to go 15 minutes most of the time, but it doesn't mean that's a 15 minute city. Whoa, you're blowing my mind here, TK. What's going on? What do you mean? What are you talking about? What do you mean? If you live in an area. If you live in the downtown core, that's a 15-minute city, bro. You can go shopping. You can go to the Like You can do everything. Now, if you live in North York, like on Yonge Street at Shepherd, like how's that not a 15-minute city? That's That's exactly what I just said. Garber Town Center, Mississauga Town Center, whatever the hell they call that bloody disaster out there yeah. right probably parts of new market like there's lots of places where 15 minute walk. locations so anyways what, Darryl, let's stop, let's stop what's semantics the here what's tell what's me about the, the problem okay. well people are just going absolutely insane because what they think tk yeah. what they think and listen it's hard not to think conspiratorially lately because we've got ufos getting shot down we've got like laser beams coming out of the sky we've got unconfirmed my ass bro what where have you been even the government is confirming ufos being shot down by the government sure but they're justin trudeau himself said biden shoot down this ufo that's flying over the yukon that nobody actually saw okay the point is tk is that People are afraid of 15-minute cities because they're like, make it pretty damn easy for you to just lock us down, wouldn't it? Make it pretty hard for us to travel outside of your 15-minute cities, won't it? You evil fucks. And they're like yelling at the city planner, right? Like, Yeah. How dare you make my life so convenient? What are you doing? And there's people that are like watching the video going, um, are they in favor of 50? They're like, you're going to have to, you're going to be able to walk anywhere. <laughs> you won't need a car and there won't, you won't, you won't have to wait for anything. You know what? I, I hate this, but I also hate climate change. So oh. I'm, I'm not sure which way I feel about this. <laughs> uh. right? So anyways, Daryl, I agree. Okay. There's a lot of things out there that are, that are going on that people are, complaining about and obviously that there needs to be some changes to, 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 to be made right but the issue is is nobody wants to go through the pain of what those changes the solution. are the nobody solution nobody wants the solution nobody wants to go through the whole entire roller coaster or whatever of of positive change because it has to get worse before it gets better so but we're all like that is the politicians that everything. is the politicians dilemma is every single one who comes in knows that there's this major decision that has to be made in order for them to get back on track whether it be budget or planning or whatever but in order to do it they got to take all those you know nimbies and or they got to take all that you know hate from the other side of the aisle or whatever it is that they have to go through in order to get there and it risks their you know political agenda and so they end up not doing it because they're scared they're cowards. cowards and nothing gets done they he says they like what are you doing 
Well, I'm just saying, and no, it's the politicians who have all the, who have of the us. They don't we have as any a society power. Is at the same way. I completely we're a bunch agree. of vaginas. All of us. We're a bunch of pussies. Nobody does anything. We just sit here on YouTube and talk. All of us. Yeah. Although TK, I mean, we do discuss solutions from time to time. Once in a while, which a is a step in the right direction. Mouth, I'm like, right? damn, that sounded good. So talking about the solutions, I said, okay. So we all recognize that there's all kinds of issues, right? I mean. Now, okay, what do you, did you hear about our mayor while you were away? I heard about the mayor. Actually, I okay. heard about that like on the beach. Uh, so were you like, were there like fellow Canadians on the beach that you like met on the plane? And you're like, did you did you hear? We about were John Tory? we were what we were hell? we were gossiping. You were gossiping about we were John gossiping. Tory on the beach yeah. in Punta Cana. Well, that's yeah. good. So so uh, were they were they prospective clients, TK? Uh, everybody's perspective client everybody <laughs> they have my card that's for yeah. sure okay so what is like people are a little nervous in the in the real estate market about john tory no longer being the mayor because he was a big advocate of pumping out a lot of housing so um like there's big problems our leader has jumped shipped or been knocked off the plank or we don't know what's going to come of that what story, you want to call that yeah. right we have we, we got to touch on all this because there's a big picture here okay we have people we have a giant developer going bankrupt in vancouver that nobody really seems to be talking about a 700 million dollar default okay yeah. we we have uh bath and beyond going out of business and closing all these giant locations that Rio can says they're positioned well to absorb, but like, but when you drive by a Rio can Plaza and you see these retail vacancies, you're going, Whoa, wait a second. That looks a little strange. And and, there's a lot of them. And, and one more that I just want to throw in the mix because like we're seeing all this great growth and everything's on fire and all this goodness right now. Right. Mm -hmm. And you've got all these companies going out of business you got all these tech layoffs and now you got shopify and amazon talking about coming together in an alliance to i guess save shopify they were like mortal enemies last year and they must see like a dramatic like shift that they would be willing all of a sudden to to do something so extreme so like Mm -hmm. There's a lot in that, but like, what the fuck, like what in this big macro craziness with wars and, and, and inflation going back up and rates going up and all, all, all this crazy stuff that should be pushing markets down, even in the pandemic, like we had the biggest bubble of all time when we all thought it would crash. Mm -hmm. Like what is causing this pandemonium, this FOMO, these like, people at four five six percent to be rushing in making firm offers in multiple offer scenarios again the need for housing and there and 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 look i'm gonna say this right now and it's completely contradictive to things that i have said in the past and i'm okay that to me i i learn from things that i say and i grow as a human being and i have no shame in saying this immigration will play more of a factor shame Immigration will play more of a factor in this scenario than ever before in the past. This is the this is the yeah. new this is the new storyline. This yeah. is what everybody there's, is there's, saying. There's again so now. much more. There's so much more attention on Toronto now as a city, as a global city. Who posted that um, the other day? I think it was Nick. 
He put it on his Instagram. He put an old 1992 uh, newscast. No, 1988 newscast of like, a you know, Toronto's this new city and all these jobs are coming in and people are trying to move to the city, but, you know, they can't afford a house and they're, return they're refusing jobs because they, they say it's just too expensive to live there. And the average house is 330000 Oh, my God. Toronto was never such a huge metropolis before. It wasn't as attractive in the past when we went through this correction. Sure. In the early 90s. It was it was a big city, but it had just become a big city. It had just become what it is today, a major Born. financial hub and everything yeah. else. That's when it was growing at that rate. And it's now been on steroids for 30 years, right? Growing and, and the jobs and the and the uh, headquarters and, and the global attention and all that kind of stuff. Immigration. So when, we bring in, when we bring in that many people, the percentage of people who are moving to the GTA is way higher than ever before, right? Out of the total, you're saying the percentage the, the of mix people moving to the GTA is higher than normal. Is higher than ever than than when we were dealing with a market correction and immigration, because that's what everyone's saying. Like, well, back in 1980, which is what people I've been are saying. going back to the 1930s. I've been saying, saying it, like I'm exactly so. I've been immigration saying it stopped. The data always shows that immigration is not a factor in a, a growing in a falling housing market. It does. It shows that. But I think that this time will be a little bit different and that there's going to start to be more of an uh, of a uh, issue in the major hubs because everyone's going to be attracted to Vancouver and Toronto, top two cities, then Montreal, obviously. Then there's going to be a huge outflow of people that are native to those cities and people who maybe come place, for a couple right? of years who will then be going to these other cities like Calgary, Edmonton, Winnipeg, Saskatoon. And you know these other great cities in Toronto, in Canada that I can I can can't name right now off the top of my head because they don't really exist. Moncton, St. John, you know all these areas. You're, you'll get a little bit growth in those cities, which will maintain those housing markets more than what they have in the past. It's a factor. There's going to be a lot of pain. There's carnage. The people who did buy in the last couple of years who didn't plan accordingly are going to have a, a really hard time for a while because their income's not going to be going up. And that if they don't have a, a source, like a windfall of money coming in, they're going to be tough, which is like that couple in London who bought, right? They're bought for 730000 as in C CBC News article this week. And their mortgage payment went up like two grand. Engineers from Brazil moved to Canada. Canadian dream. Can't start a family because they're working at We're getting Uber the fuck out of here And, now. Uh, uh, you know, dying, dying, you know, those type of things like door, door delivery stuff, right? For food. So they're, they're working those extra jobs while one's trying to become an engineer another one's quoting jobs for construction and they have engineer background so you can tell that they're probably already upset about that this is the story line that's that's just the one that made the news so but is this going to stop like 800,000 people no, from coming no that no. all that does is it's Slow a drop us down in the to 400,000 it's a drop it's a not 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 immigration what i'm talking about is the amount of inventory that comes to the market because of that so yeah oh. there's a bunch of fallouts there's a bunch of people there's a bunch of people who will be totally screwed, but the amount of demand that'll be created because of the lack of housing. How many houses are going to be built, Daryl, over the next five years? Any more than we even did in if the last they five pick years? Up, I don't think so. But even let's say we pick up the pace to an average of like 40,000. I guess we're, are we talking Canada? I don't know. Desjardins did a study that says we need 50% more. 50% more than the target, bro. Than the, not than they already approved. No, no, no. That, that the already that the already approved yeah, we need fifty percent more than what we we know we can get done. 
the target was already like 80% higher than we've ever done. And it was like so impossible to hit. It's ridiculous. And now the, the provincial target, Ontario's provincial target. All of the targets. Incredi incredibly. Uh, okay. Maybe, maybe they could yeah. uh, technically do the target in Saskatoon, but like, yeah. Where where's the labor coming from? And if it's so crazy in Toronto that people are like flocking out to Saskatoon, like mm -hmm. where's the materials coming from? Because I'm pretty sure people will end up getting materials in Toronto before Saskatoon or uh, Moncton, right? Yellowknife. Or, or yellow. I'm not saying I know. I'm not none saying of it. All I'm saying is I've changed my opinion on the immigration factor. Right? Is that it's it becomes a it to me it was a non-factor. I thought, yeah, you could bring four hundred thousand people in here, and this is not going to change a thing. But now it's becoming more and more clear that there is going to be a significantly large amount of people new to this country, not already here getting permanent residence, but physical bodies coming from other countries and living here. I hired some guys the other day. I hired some guys from. Uh, remember, I, I mentioned it. Where are they from? Mumbai, Slovenia, Slovenia, okay. Slovenia, Slovakia. 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 So, so they basically, so basically, you know, they came here a few years ago, you know, they're working labor jobs, hardworking guys. They're trying to get things done. You know, they got wives, they're young. They're like in their twenties. They got, they got wives. They're ready to go. They, my wife's will clean the houses for you. All this kind of stuff. They're offering their services, right? There's a lot of people. So when you say labor shortage, I'm telling you that the labor's coming. When you, do, when you bring in that many people, you're bringing in people who will resort to anything to be able to afford the sure. lifestyle that they need to, which includes going to it's get a, a job. scary in the though. Trades. Cause it's like, you know, you hear stories about uh, general contractors waiting at the airport or, or at the, uh, the docks or at the train station and like hiring people yeah. like right off the, the, well, the, the look transit. At the, look right? at the big guys. Right. So look at Ellis Dawn or, you know, I knew a guy, who... I knew a guy who hired guys that just got out of jail. I think that's a great resource. Mm -hmm. Well, it was pretty interesting watching them do the interlocking in front of people's houses and getting in fights and yelling at each other. I think guys should get a second chance and immigrate, immigrants drugs. should have an opportunity to make good money too because trades sure. pay really well. What do you think a guy who's uh, starting in the trades makes? But how, how tight is the labor pool that you got to... First of all, who like? let's just take this a step back. Um, yeah. Imagine... The guy building your house that you're, you know, you're on the second floor right now in a really heavy bathtub, enjoying your soak. But the guy who built that place was literally just kind of pointed at as he walked off the train and was like, that's not how it works. Um, TK, that's not how it works. It's basically how it works. Okay. But there's a building permit. You ever, issue. you ever work with, uh, there's, with uh, rebar? No, there, it's okay. We'll show you. Come, come with me. There's, en there's engineering that's done. There's, there's, you know, definitely standards that need to be met. And, and I think that engineers can engineer, architects can architect, right? Like what do you people, mean? This, this couple who has just bought this house are both engineers from Brazil. They can't get a job as engineers because right. they, they need to be engineer. certified. Right. So you yeah. bring in the people that could actually do something in the, in the real estate market to help get stuff on, on the market into supply. And what do you do? Um, 
yeah, we're going to bring in these engineers, but you know, they're going to drive Uber for three years while not only having another full-time job at the restaurant, but going to school to get their certification to be an engineer. Right. Mm -hmm. This is a yes. wonderful system. Yeah. While eventually you bring in enough engineers, eventually some of them will stick some it out of them and get start certif being certified. Right. Right. Yeah. Anyways, what are well, we talking about right now? We're talking about a labor shortage. We're talking about I think that the labor shortage the will be solved through the labor market ever. The labor shortage will be solved through um immigration. Who's hiring everybody though? Like you get you get all these tech companies are firing people like crazy. You got rates going up. Everybody's expecting okay. like Armageddon in the job market. And but if we increase if we increase housing supply and and new construction starts, who's making okay. new supply though? Uh, and you're telling me that the developers, the, the big contractors, the guys who are building houses and all that kind of stuff, if they had access to a labor pool and that they had bought the land back in 2003 yeah. for 300,000 and now yeah. they can build 800 homes on it. Yeah. You, you, they're not and nobody's the buying. No, they're not going like... to find the, They'll price it at a, a point that people will buy. And if these people Where are all, they? they'll sell it to the guys working for them. Is that say, what hey, you're seeing? I'm is that what we're you, seeing now? We're I'm seeing telling, a couple of guys like Mattamy is launching the, a few the things. things that happened in the past because we had labor shortages and all that kind of stuff, which seemed like, oh my God, this problem will never be solved, will be solved through immigration. Through immigration. Through immigration. So, the demand shortage from the increase in interest rates and everything else will be solved through immigration. I'm not saying 100%. Everything will no. be solved through immigration. No, but there's going to be a, a section of each one of these issues that we have that'll be solved through immigration. And I didn't believe that before. I thought Why? really, it what would changed? Be like a, what changed? I, I just by reading more and more about it. You know, they keep on putting out more and more information about it. Exactly how much numbers I told you about the Benjamin Tall announcement that he was talking about is we didn't even really experience any increased population over the last two years. It's mostly been people who were um, already here, right? And that the percentage of those new Canadians were were mostly just permanent residences from people who already lived in a dwelling somewhere. But now the increase in the amount of people who is going to actually be coming in now will be a real net gain of flood, 400, flood 500,000 human beings, plus all the other people who come here as, uh, you know, in other in other programs and stuff like that. And in theory, he said it could be as much as a million people landing in Canada in one year. But even if we use just half that number, 500,000 bodies need to live somewhere, Daryl. Where are they going to live? You think that we have a bunch of vacant properties? You think we have a bunch of vacant properties sitting there right, right now that people are just going to move into? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, even if there were the amount of empty properties that they say there are, mm -hmm. like those those will fill up in a year. Those are those are filled. Done. Those are going to fill up. This month. Done. Gone. So again, not saying that this is the be-all, end-all of solutions. I Your side of the equation, the development and planning needs to be solved. And I don't understand how Bill 23, I just got a report from our buddy Greg yesterday. And uh, so he kind of summarized a lot of the stuff that needs to happen for that site in Pickering that I was, that I was telling you about. And um, yeah, it's a lot, of, a lot of stuff still needs to happen to be able to make these things go through, even though things can be lifted from the green belt. You mm -hmm. still have to go through all that uh, planning or the region and the city still has to go through all the planning. It's not just, okay, it's lifted, go ahead. Well, now it's like, well, in the official plan that we amended 20 years ago, this is what the land use was. So now we need to look at what do we want to do with that land, right? And you know how fast the city moves. I know how fast the city moves. Yeah. It's true. Yeah.
I too spoke with our friend Greg yesterday. Great. Unfortunately, I spoke to him the previous day as well. Unfortunately. Well, the previous day he told me something that did not excite me at all. It actually made me quite angry and depressed. <laughs> but I I know better yeah. from my experience, TK, not Listening. to listen to people's initial reaction. To let things kind of sit for a bit and let them do a little bit of digging before they formulate an opinion that I will actually take into consideration. Yeah. So Mr. Greg spoke to his friends at the uh, planning department about something mm -hmm. that he scared the shit out of me the day before on. But mm -hmm. the news yesterday, TK, was quite bright was quite bright <laughs> tk if i yeah. was able to put shades on myself right now i would yeah. be a gangster in yeah. paradise baby nice. a serious og i think i did it tk i got I some so, great 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 feedback initial yep. feedback that makes yep. me super pumped yeah and super scared because like you're saying like the legislation that we're all waiting for is not out from yeah. what they've teased for the last six months. Yeah. So I feel like from talking to, to people in the industry that a lot of people kind of sense the wind shifting, got our insights from, from, from probably the same few people and everybody headed in a direction, right? Except for me, TK. Mm -hmm. I headed in a similar direction, but not quite the same. And I took a little bit of a risk, TK. But it looks like it, it it's gonna pan out. I think so. It looks like I think like if it's anybody can make out. it pan out, it's you. That's my thoughts on it. I I, I greatly appreciate that, TK. Now, but what, what's interesting, I I I I wasn't really planning on talking about this, but TK mm -hmm. terms. Mm. We've talked about it before. Yep. And I think, well, I guess in the residential market, terms don't fucking matter anymore because everything's just, just gone not bananas. a lot of flexibility in those terms but maybe you'll remember maybe you won't maybe somebody out there listening or watching will remember but somebody was talking about this crazy amount of immigration for a while and somebody decided mm -hmm. that he was even though he was scared shitless was gonna keep buying land and working on assemblies mm. against maybe my own better judgment TK, the immigration story was in my head, and I knew it was. I knew it when everybody was saying they already live here, they already live here. Mm -hmm. I was like, no, they don't all already live Not here yet, and there will be more. Mm -hmm. And I don't believe the numbers, but what I do see is when I go to get my passport, they cannot mm -hmm. handle the amount, the sheer amount of demand. For government services when i go to get my daughter her driver's license you notice that they don't even have time to hire someone to fix a light bulb in the men's washer let alone the toilet right shame but we just keep bringing people in because as you mentioned and as many people know it is going to be the floor to the housing market mm -hmm. now What's interesting, I think, TK, so so I started talking about terms because I still think like we're in this weird little blip, like this can't be the end, okay? 
this can't be the end of this disaster. And we just raised 425 bips in nine months and like nothing is going to happen. Okay. Except for like 14% off this crazy inflated top. So I get, I'm guessing that this is some kind of a weird like bull trap where everybody was like, okay, they paused rates. Let's go back in. We've got some certainty in the market and people have been fed a bunch of horse shit from some realtors probably that like once, once they pause, like, and once the, the market stabilizes, it's time to go back in. And there's probably some investors that probably think the same thing, right? Stabilize. But TK, if we haven't seen the pain, do we? Do you think that there's any pain coming? Because I don't like. I went out for dinner last night. Like nobody's hurting. There's pain coming for. My waiter segment. goes to better restaurants than me. This guy last night had a better life than me. Okay, he was making me envious of the life that he leads. Mm -hmm. The waiter at the restaurant, which maybe he was telling the truth. I don't know, but I mean, he didn't seem to be hurting at all. And he mm -hmm. just came off the craziest time ever for waiters in the history of mankind. The thing that everyone's talking about is because of higher interest rates, people are then going to use more of their disposable income towards um, their debt servicing, right? So it means that now they have less disposable income. And so that means that they're not going to be going out shopping. They're not going to be going to the movies. They're not going to be going out for dinner and all that kind of stuff, which means those businesses are not going to have customers. Right. So those businesses don't have the uh, revenue to be able to support the staff, which means that eventually those people need to be laid off. This is the theory, which would, which would change. Exactly. This is the theory, is right? The which, theory. Would change the, which would change the job market. But again, Where, a, why small, didn't that happen? a small little part of the solution is going to be immigration because immigrants are going to go to the movies. Immigrants are going to want to go to you know dinner. Immigrants, all these things are going to happen, right? So that more people living in a certain area will help flood those businesses with revenue, which will allow them to keep their jobs, right? So yes, those people who are no longer going to the movies, they're hurting. But it doesn't mean that that's going to be the domino effect that's going to wreck the economy and push us into this recession that everybody's talking about. Are we okay? going to see like a K-shaped recession? I don't know what letter we're going to be talking about in six months. But what I can tell you is that immigration will pay uh, will play a larger part to all this than what we anticipated. We still could have a major downturn where prices go to the bottom. It could be crazy, but like you said, perfect way to look at it is immigration will be the floor. Immigration will allow us to create a floor that'll be much higher than it would have been if immigration wasn't at the record numbers that they are proposing over the next 10 years, I mean, five, five years at least. Okay, so, so, so prices are fairly steady at the moment it, it, i've seen some things prices showing are, like prices, prices are, are very back flat, baby yeah but prices are very flat but still trending downwards month over month so still trending downwards but yeah. like slowly right yeah. um well but i mean listen the, the just talking about a floor the floor means that like they don't go down anymore that they stay flat or start going up right yeah we're we on the same page yeah same page. so okay so are potato, we at the potato. floor? Has it been the bottom? I don't know. But like, let's think this through. Mm -hmm. The people coming in, most of them, they're not buying something, are they, TK? It doesn't matter if they're buying or not. It means nothing. They need a place Somebody to Somebody needs 
they need to live somewhere. And, so and somebody, somebody needs to buy something eventually. An investor, Thank a you. REIT, somebody so, eventually has to create. What is we talked about this in the very beginning of our show? We did. Yes. Okay. What is Canada's main contributor to our economy? Immigrants. What, what, what was Money, the word? What was the word? What was the expression we used? I don't know. I don't remember any of this. I don't even remember my previous question. Warehousing people. Oh, that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. And you know, that's a good segue because you, yeah. you, I wrote a a, a Frankfurt report, Substack on that, that was mm -hmm. very well received about the inventorying or the warehousing of humans. Warehousing of humans. And I mean, that's literally what we're doing. That's what we're going to do. We are doing it. And, and the government is in control. More. The government decides on where rates go. The government decides on how many houses will be allowed to be built. The government decides on how many immigrants are going to be let in. So really, anybody who says, I know with certainty what's going to happen, including myself, can't possibly say that that's what's going to happen unless they know exactly what the government's going to do. Because if the government decides to bring in more people, pause rates, allow for uh you know flexibility and maybe some of the, the the lending guideline whatever it is that is going to create more demand and it's going to create uh you know stimulation on the on the real estate market and that people are going to be going out and buying again and that we're going to see a floor even price increases down the road okay right? so 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 but okay so the sheer amount of people that need a place to live right mm -hmm. somebody has to either open up a place for them that exists currently that is vacant mm -hmm. take something existing and turn it into more spaces or yep. add new inventory right yep but the people that are moving here for the most part can't afford to buy the new stuff that the market needs so desperately so what do we need tk i'm and not saying so no I, but hold I'm, on i'm in the okay go ahead we need speculators tk Absolutely. we need investors or 100%. speculators okay 100%. and so i'm gonna plug myself again but check out my new Substack that talks about check out a Substack that talks about exactly this is that people want to villainize the speculators and want to call them dumb idiots Greedy, at the top of the market selfish right? But guess who is integral in building our rental inventory in Toronto yep. or Canada for that matter, yep. right? If they don't put the deposit down for that unit before the developer gets the construction financing, the mm -hmm. building doesn't get built. That's just the way the system works, right? Mm -hmm. So... Everybody can freak out that everything is uh, one fifth or one third of everything is owned by an investor, but like we, we did it on purpose. Like this was the plan. They wanted people to own, but they didn't want people's salaries to go up. So who's going to own if yeah. everybody needs a place to live, right? The I'll investor. You, I just let me give you the counterpoint quickly to that while it's fresh in my head. Okay. Uh, let's say <laughs> that the speculators are burned. They're saying, I don't want to do that anymore, Daryl. That was me for the last a new crop the government, will be, will just like in the 60s and 70s, could end up providing that financing for the developers. And we could see a purpose-built rental boom. 
<laughs> Go ahead. Finish your point, Daryl. <laughs> I'm saying uh, if the government starts guaranteeing financing for people, yeah. What lenders are not going to get involved in that? What banks are not going to start putting the money up for these purpose-built rentals to be built? What, like the 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 equity that's necessary to build no. them or the the debt? The debt. Okay, so but you still have to turn the investor or developer's mind into when there's a uh, government backed program that says you're guaranteed to get the money but and you're guaranteed 35 percent equity instead of 12 or 15. Right. And you have to build something and keep it. I'm not right? saying that that would be the terms. That's currently the terms when you're going to a bank. But right now, CMHC is up to 95 percent loan to value. They are. But you yeah. have to have a lot of equity to build a purpose-built rental to get those rates. The people, right? the, the the big players but have you know, that type of equity. You know and another no way incentive for them to, to get do. great rates right now, TK? What do you it? know how? For getting these developers? The getting it from the fucking owners, man. Yeah. The terms that are available right mm -hmm. now, not from everyone, but TK, like... If people want to sell their place and they want that price, man, they are willing to give up some insane terms. Can I, I tell you that my blended rate from these sellers on this mm -hmm. new assembly mm -hmm. is cheaper by, by I want to say, 3 to 4% on the interest rate yeah. than the loan on my last deal that mm -hmm. started pre eh, in the middle of the pandemic okay mm -hmm. like that's insane man mm -hmm. that's insane i can't even get these rates from a bank mm -hmm. if i was the strongest Ever. if i have the strongest balance sheet in toronto i could yeah. not get these rates from the bank yeah. and that's crazy because not only does it allow me to pay them what they want for the property it actually makes my performa better mm -hmm. because instead of a rate at like 10 12 percent mm -hmm which is pretty typical for this kind of deal right now. You may not even be able to get, like not even, not, not even, not won't, even. Won't, <laughs> won't be able to get, like yeah. no chance, okay? Yeah. yeah. I have the financing in place for like 75% of the debt on this deal already at a yeah. rate lower than I could have got from a, a bank. Yeah. And that makes a difference, TK. Absolutely. Now, now throw into that, that people are willing to give me ridiculous, ridiculously long closings and now i don't have to pay land transfer tax i don't have to pay like i don't have to pay uh fees on borrowing this money like mm -hmm. there's mm -hmm. a little cascading effect that makes daryl very very happy tk mm -hmm. very very I'm happy, happy. Yeah. well listen i still have to it's come up start. with millions of dollars yeah. right yeah but so let's take a moment here one if you're listening to this show Oh my God, if you're we listening. We have a new channel. Yes, TK. It's better than this one. It's It should shorter. be better than this one. If you have a, you're not inter interested in... Now, if you're listening to us still coming to the end of the show, you know you may like this channel better. But if you always you wondered, like this channel if better. I could just get the Coles notes on what the hell these two guys are talking about, which is not Horrible very much. And very... For this. Yeah, we should do this in the beginning. So, But if you are listening, and this is how you're thinking because you forgot to turn us off 40 minutes ago, uh, Canadian uh, real estate shorts. Yeah. Canadian real estate show shorts. Canadian In real case, estate show shorts. Yeah, we had is, a... Is now uh, available. So check that channel out. Great what channel. What else was I going to say? Oh, yeah. If you're Maybe interested subscribe. in investing and, and you got millions of dollars and they're just sitting around right now and you want to yeah. get in on Daryl's deal, 
Grand Slam. Another Grand Slam. TK, Hall <laughs> Send of Fame. Send us an email right because that's Hall a way better fame. deal than subscribing to this channel. Yeah, so. and it's way better than a GIC. That I can tell you. 100%. 100%. Holy cow. Yeah, more than 100% better. Yeah. So, oh. Oh. I'm not very a good nice at return. Yeah. But I um, need one of those sighs right about now. Oh, it was uh, so hard putting just, this wonderful deal just together. Just millions of dollars putting together uh, so to be able to make lots of I money do. and make my investor partners rich. I call myself it's a win-win for everybody involved, including the community. But I call myself you know, the assembly king. Too. I just put together these deals. That's on all I do. Wednesdays. Nothing That's major. All. No big deal. Well, everybody else is running for the hills. So yep. who's the dumb one, TK? Who's the dumb one? The person who passed up on that deal, Daryl. Ooh. Oh, I won't name names. Let me look at uh, my schedule of um, articles here to make sure that I got all the ones I wanted to talk about. Did here. you talk about everything? We talked. Well, about there was a, a guy who, who there's a developer who's got his license revoked. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's just talk about okay. him quick. Yes. This Scarborough guy. guy. What a fucking asshole this guy is. Oh, that's a racism now. It's a yeah, racism. Yeah, 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 They're yeah. only coming after me because of the color of my skin. Everybody's doing it. Yeah, I did it. What? 15 you? times. Uh, so what? Yeah, There's a reason worry. why you are only supposed to build a certain amount of houses, depending on the size of builder that you are. There's a reason why um, there's Terry on in effect. Register it. That's right. Forget about it. There's, there's, a reason, total there's a reason for all these things. Now, that being said, when the market goes up, this is the uh, byproduct, not just like you mentioned, not just um, housing built faster, but like less quality. And, uh, you know, more just because it builds, doesn't have Terry on like doesn't that. mean it's built worse. I'm Let's not saying be that clear about I'm that. I'm just telling you that I, I said illegal housing. That's that's one of the other parts. Right. So there's a lot of these things that end up coming from this. And again, it's just, it should be expected. It should be expected. And I don't think that there's going to be more of these that are going to come up than normal and that kind of stuff. No, there. But, but there'll the be reaction. a few that, that, are, that should be expect that should be expected. And hopefully the people who are building houses are the ones with experience. Honestly, I don't even it happens work with guys. all the time, though. Like people get yeah. their 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 Terry on revoked all the time, but they don't go call the Toronto Star and say it's because of racism. Yeah. So you don't hear about it. Yeah. Um, I know somebody that got caught building illegal houses before. Me too. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's when crazy. the market's going up. It's it's how things it's how things uh, go. So, again, should be expected. Um, and if you're not, building an, an illegal house, don't an fucking alarming. tell anybody, yeah. especially the realtor you use, who may not end up selling your house and may end up in a fight yeah. with you. And if you're a realtor, if you're a realtor and one of your clients is doing this, be very careful. Be very careful because it's always going to fall back on us when. So if you're helping them buy Ooh. the property and then they're building and then they're selling it and you're like, oh, this is so great. I got this builder. I'm such a successful realtor. Look at me. And then when you go to, um, you know, collect your commission and everything like too. that, you're I like, the back end I'm feeling baby. so good about myself when things don't go well for you. Okay. And there's a dispute. Hmm. Okay. Nobody's going to say he was just making a living for his family. Nobody's going to say he didn't know. No one's going to say, uh, it's the builder's fault. They're going to look at the realtor and they're going to say, you sold me this house. You were representing myself as a buyer or the seller as a seller, whoever it was. You should have told me. And to you should have been the this. one to tell me why, what was going on and why I shouldn't have had this because this is life changing when people end up getting screwed 
from, from buying a new home, it can be really life changing and you're going to put yourself in, in the hot seat. And so it's best just to avoid it, to be honest with you. There is no amount of commission. There's lots of good builders out there. The guys I work with are Terry on uh, registered. They all do the, they all do the same things. Once in a while, I've had to sell uh, some houses that uh, were not Terry on. We do holdbacks and all sorts of stuff. And I make sure that those type of things happen so that when the when if things do go wrong, the buyer is protected and that there's some sort of warranty because if the the builder goes bankrupt and there's no money left, like they're coming after you, Mr. Realtor. And I don't care if you have errors in emissions insurance. You don't want that. You don't want those problems. Well, it's unfortunate because Tarion sucks and they're useless, okay? They're not good for the consumer by any means, okay? I mean, they're horrible for the builder, but the consumer is not protected by a long shot. They they may make you feel like you're a little bit protected, but the hoops they make people jump through to get things dealt with or like things that aren't covered are... Uh, kind of a travesty to be quite honest with you but i mean that's one of the main reasons i stopped being a builder is because like by the time you adhere to all these regulations and by the time you actually do all the stuff that the city wants you to do forget about even terry on and by the time you leave 50 grand in the kitty for a couple of years for everything that you're building like these dollars start adding up like crazy so like mm. Right. Like when you're paying your workers comp and when you're WSIB and you have to have like your license and every single site has to have like this board of all these things. And you got to have a certain book. That, like there's so many ways that make it so that either the cost of the housing has to go up through these builders or the quality level has to go down so that they can maintain a margin. Right. Like there's no win for the consumer with all of these things that go on. So at least, well, the point of my rant, TK, is that at least if you're going to have a fucking governing body, they should be useful and they should protect the consumer. They should make sure that the houses are being built properly. And when they're not, they should actually do something instead of just like doing a PDI walkthrough and taking like, I don't know, three years to get the developer or builder to complete like the most mundane little paint issues, you know, mm -hmm. like it's a gross misuse of, of all kinds of time and funds. And it's really unfortunate, but it, it's going to be even more necessary going into the environment where we have no labor, ridiculous demand, no supply. And everybody, if you go to my Substack again, you'll see this will be the biggest general contracting boom in history because Everybody and their mother will need to make money and there will be opportunities at every dinner table, at every party, everywhere. For I got people. a guy. I know a guy. I you got a guy. guy. I'll, send, I'll send over. My um, my mom told me a story one time. So my uncle was um, pretty like high up in, in Mattamy Homes, not like a executive kind of guy, but he was probably like a, a site super or something like that. You know, he was a carpenter and, you know, he would have been managing a lot of money doing that. sites and stuff like that. Right. And uh, yeah, wealthy guy and, uh, you know, definitely, you know, successful in, in, in all the areas of his life. But um, she got mad at him because like, you know, 25 years ago, my dad said, I need to have, you know, this is in the 90s. I need to have um, some work done. I think it was landscaping. I can't remember. And so my uncle said, yeah, you know, I got a guy, no problem. I'll send them over. And so when it was all said and done, my mom's like, OK, we'll go pay the guys. And my dad's like, no, we got to pay my brother. And then he'll pay the guys. 
And my mom was always like, oh, that was, you know, she didn't like that, right? Because it's yeah. his brother, right? Like he yeah. should be not like taking money off the top. But that's exactly what it was. She sure. had his connections. He got a great deal because he was managing the sites. They probably did it for free. Who knows? And he took his little piece because that's what it was worth, right? But this is the time when guys are like, we're let's say guys that, you know, just framers. And it's like they're at a party. And I can do that. I know some guys like he's got a crew of four guys that are willing to do fucking anything or say they're able to do anything. And next thing you know, there's a new general contracting company. And I'm telling you, it's happening every day that there's just some guys who were a trade for somebody else or a sub trade for somebody else that just decided, you know what? Like I'm smarter than the guy I work for. I could do this. People keep mm -hmm. asking me, Phone that guy's making Thursdays. a fortune. Right. And yeah. boom. Yeah. Like guaranteed TK. I put out a tweet of the first house I ever built. Okay. If yeah. I was in the construction business, man, people would be asking me when I could start like instantly. Instantly, mm -hmm. it spread like crazy. Like, I don't know, 30,000 people looked at this thing because I just put up a picture of a house that I said I built, right? Yeah. It was probably because I put up the numbers attached to that deal, like that I yeah. bought it for X and I sold it for Y and I actually put up the, those, those those things. Yeah. Pretty interesting. Back in 2000. Like, I, want it. I, went, I want in on that deal. I want to be able to do that. I want to yeah. be able to do that. And sure. everybody really wants to be able to do that, but they think it's hard. Right. Or they think you need tons of money. Like mm -hmm. they just, they don't know what they're talking about. They don't know how to do it. So they think yeah. it's scary like anything else. Right. Yeah, yeah. But the, if people thought that they could do it and there's lots of people that think they can do it, that doesn't mean they can do it, but watch what happens. Mm. And, and those people, they're going to be robbing a lot of people. There's going to be a lot of unfinished projects that like the real guys are going to have to come in and charge triple to fix. Mm -hmm. It's going to get messy. And those people become not labor for the real professionals that need labor and need guys in a cycle to learn stuff, right? Mm -hmm. It's a fucking mess and it's not getting get any better. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying mm -hmm. to end the show. I'm not saying that it's going to be easy. I'm not saying that it's simple. I'm not saying that I know what the hell I'm talking about. But mm -hmm. the situation that we have in the city is more about the amount of units for people to live in than it is on the capabilities of people to be able to live in those units. 275 square feet studio. Whatever it is, whatever that's going to take over Including the next, over the next decade, fridge. we're going to have an issue with where people are going to live. Not, Looking for roommates, oh 275 gosh, square I foot bachelor. I can't bachelor. afford it. Or, I, you know, people, people, all this past couple of years worth of, of, of issues, they'll sort themselves out, sort themselves out for a while. Young people will start to adapt on what they can afford. Laneway suites. Secondary suites, whatever, all those type of things will start to become more normal that people will say, look, if you want to live here, this is what you got to do. I need to all rent out your my showings now, right? All that stuff. All right? your showings now are like, once you add the garden suite in the back, then this yeah. thing is a deal. That'll become and more normal. There'll be more. There'll be more knowledge and education on it. Yeah. All those once type you of spend things. Six hundred thousand and get your allow... tenant for two grand a month, which doesn't make any sense at all, and refinance your house at six percent. Then this deal really sinks. So anyways, I, I just my Bizarro thoughts of the day today. And by next week, I could change my mind. I think 
you should change your mind by next week based yeah, on just, what I've heard today, TK. Just to make that very clear is that uh, I think you know, I'm not going to die on my us... shield for any real estate uh, future predictions because I understand how little uh, anybody or how rare anybody has ever. You see that Michael Burry guy, the guy who predicted the um, 2009 uh, Great Recession from the big short. Yeah, I've heard you ever, of him you ever, a few times. You ever, yeah. you ever kind of see what people post about him and all this kind of stuff? He just did a tweet recently and then deleted his cell. And then he, yeah. like, you don't know how short I am. He puts that, up all these just like stupid tweets. Isn't that tweets. the stupidest thing ever? Like, but, how, but this is supposed to be the guy who called, like, he didn't call it. He just kept on saying dumb stuff all the time. And eventually he was right. And everyone was like, oh, oh wow, uh, I can't believe it. And now he's been saying dumb stuff again. This guy was so while. smart. That he okay. went into the strip club just by chance to do research on the real research estate market, right? The real estate market, and yeah. he he got a little tip from the stripper, yeah. which I got three I houses, mean, no money down. Let's be honest. I mean, we we do hear about real estate from everyone that we talk to, don't we? Hundred percent. Yep. Now that's generally, well, I think that's generally whether they know we do this or not, or yeah. what we do for a living or not. They just everybody's talking about real estate or construction. Didn't, I, I, or... I can't remember what episode it was in, but I I remember an episode. This has got to be over a year, maybe two years now, where somebody came up to me and said, "Some they were giving me real estate advice, and he he was in some sort of position where it's probably not the best place to get real estate advice from." And yeah. I came on the show that week and said, "Daryl, the end is coming. The end is near. I'm getting advice from it was like the, the washroom attendant the at the restaurant, right? The guy was telling me, and I was like. This is bad. This is bad. And I knew, I knew that something was going to change soon. But uh, anyways, market's going down. Down. We're going to talk about this again ad nauseum. Like it's going up. Next, next week again. Uh, we appreciate everyone listening to the show. And uh, we'll see you again real soon. See you later.